2: You don't have to be a storyteller or writer because, guess what? Life writes the best stories. Hear my true stories. Ah, our dear listeners, I'm so happy today to let you know that we have Ogi. I mean, he's going to introduce himself, but we have had Ogi on this podcast more than once. And you have shared stories. But today is quite a very nice day. We are going to talk about so many things. I know Ogi is a musician and we hope to hear so much on our podcast about Ogi. So Ogi, you are welcome on here. My Two Story podcast. We are excited to have you today.
1: Thank you so much for the invitation and uh, I'm honored to be here. And uh, yes, my name is Ogi. And um, from the band Rising Fire, I'm the leader, and uh, yes, I'm blessed to be invited from a person like Otako.
2: Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, one time I attended one of your concerts before coronavirus came, and you know what? I liked the reggae music from the Rising Fire reggae band. It is found in Marburg, that is in central German, in Hessen. Yeah, if I'm saying right. Yes. Yeah. So it's one of the the, the, the few bands in Marburg that are com- that are comprised of people from different cultural backgrounds, African people, white people, people from the Arabic side, hmm. people f- are around the world, and I I find that so beautiful because it's quite unique. Uh, it is the only band that I've seen in Marburg that is so f- it is so f- it, it it is full of this organic cultural integration. Thank you
1: so much Mm. for this compliment. Yes, you know, as a a musician, um, we are not limited with whom we are working with. Mm. So I love the colors that I have in the group,
2: Mm -hmm. you
1: know, the mixture of having white people, black people together. And this is the message what we are carrying out there, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, the message is clear to say, it doesn't matter where you come from whether you are white you are black indian we are all one yeah. togetherness is what we are talking about so that's why i always enjoy to see the uh diversity of yeah. the of the band and rising fire
2: wow that's so nice when you talk about diversity and then i understand that wow this is the music that you'd like to listen to so uh, our listeners if you have not listened to the music of Rising Fire, reggae band from Marburg, then you should be in, You should really look for it on all platforms. But today, I would like to ask you: Let's hear your true story. How did you get to starting a band in Marburg in Germany? And you are an African, coming from Zambia, if I'm not wrong. You are right. Yeah, you can tell us your true story.
1: Oh man, this is a good question. You know, we are coming from far. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a long journey, yes, and it's still a long journey. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, the question how I started doing music uh, is really a long story. And when did I start doing uh, doing music? Uh, I started in two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't, I didn't know anything about, about music. But then of a sudden, um, this guy, this guy came, a Kenyan guy called Kimani, Geoffrey Kimani. And him is a musician. He lived in German for some couple of years here. And he's the one who introduced me to music for the first time. I think I was, uh, 15 years old and uh he was having a band here in, in mabok the band was called um, afrofusion and we used to do uh, the name itself it says afrofusion so african stuff a mixture of reggae and all african you know spices all together you know so i i sang in his band for two years i was doing uh, back vocals and uh which was really good and he invested much time in training me how to sing how to deal with my voice and uh how to change my voices to sing to not only sing one voice to sing two or three voices so he was my teacher actually yes and um but after he he finished his studies here he studied sound engineering then he went back to Kenya for good So after some couple of years uh, being with the the band uh, Afrofusion, the band split And then uh, because I wanted to continue doing music, it was an opportunity for me to start forming my own band. So then in 2010, I started forming my own band.
2: Wow. So that is your story.
1: That's where my story now is starting up until now where
2: we are with rising fire rising fire <laughs> yes. so um just ask about uh, why really did you choose music itself and not to choose any other form of performing art maybe you would have chose storytelling maybe you would have chose painting visual arts why did you choose? Music And why did you choose reggae?
1: You know, uh, the first question why I chose to play music, uh, you know, music is my identity. Because I come from a family where uh, music is very known, from a musical family, you know. So whether you try to deny it, some days it will come. You know, it will come out. So it's like, it's music in our family, you know, it's, it's something that you can't hide, you know. So uh I'm not surprised that I started doing music because um, I'm grown up with music. So um for me, it's normal to be on stage, but still to have the chance to stand on stage, you have first of all to realize that I have music in me. So um, when I started doing music, you will not believe, I started with, you know, kind of rock music. I formed the band in 2010 with my sisters, uh, Tamara Lawa and Latricia Lauer. But firstly, I did rock music with my friends. After school, we would meet somewhere uh, in, a, in a house, and then we start playing rock music. But because I was... Uh, Rock music was not real my music. I was failing to play rock music. So this is where I was like mm, this is not I'm not in a right position of uh, playing this music. So what I did, I quit playing rock music. I was the I was the lead singer also in rock, in rock music. Yeah? But you can imagine how I was struggling to play those power chords in rock music, and then off uh, of a sudden I was like mm, mm, mm. This music is not something that I feel. And then I stopped doing it. And then the band split it again. And then I was like, now I have to do something else. The music I'm grown up with. And I started doing reggae music. And that was, uh, the best choice I could, I could have or I could do, you know, and I took that route and, um, I started rehearsing at home, just playing for myself in the basement uh, in the house. And, uh, and then after some couple of months, I invited my sisters to join me. They joined me. They could back up, uh, and do some songs. And I was like, this is good. This sounds good. You know? And then now I started to, to reach out to people who are interested to do reggae music. So, and then, uh, yeah, And then I met, I met this guy um, who introduced himself to be a drummer. And then uh, the bass player came. And I was like, now I want to go. This is the way I want to go. I want to try to do African stuff, you know. And then they were like, oh, okay, we can try to do it. And, and then we started like a school band, you know. So again, after school, we would meet. And then we play some stuff and I sing and yeah, and then in 2009, we had an opportunity uh, to be invited to perform in Marbok. There is a, a festival in Marbok in March. They call it uh, Mano Fest. So this guy, the organizer, saw us playing and he was like, oh, you guys, I would love to invite you to play on one of our events. And, uh, and we were like, yeah, sure, why not? And then we did the session there. And it it felt good, you know, and uh I remember how how I could not how I could not manage to look in the audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was so shy, you know, to look into the eyes of the people in the audience. <laughs> so yes, how then oh
2: okay. Started well, thank you for sharing this You're quite welcome. detailed personal story. And you talked about your family being a music family. Yes. Could you maybe share a bit about your family? If you wish, yes. it's not a must that you should, of but course. if you wish, our listeners would like to know more of about course. you of and course. your family
1: too. I mean, if you mention uh, the musical uh, uh, background in the family, then you have also to a bit to put it in details so that the followers, the listeners can a bit follow what, uh, the genre of our music. So, um, we used to sing at home, you know, at my mother's place, we used to have, uh, percussion and we would sing in every, every evening. And, uh, we sing some gospel songs and then uh, we pray together and, uh, and it's the same also back home. I was born in Zambia and grown up in German. and there also we used to sing with my siblings and my cousins. You know, so for for Africa, it's normal, you know, that you sing and wherever you where you, are, you are on the field, you are working, you you hear me, they're singing. <laughs> yeah, and it kept on going, you know. So that's why I mentioned to say. Musical is is my identity because that is something which is in my veins. So I can't deny it.
2: <laughs> I see that.
1: So, um, and I, I was also leading the worship in church, um, the Ansgar uh, church in Marburg. And I did worship when I was 16 until I was, I think, 30 years old. And I, yeah, man. So I did. Quite a lot also in the spiritual world, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. church music.
2: Yeah. Mm. I, I love the fact that you used to percussion at home with your mother, with your sisters and siblings playing. That is so beautiful. Yeah. You, I mean, you remind me of myself. You know, I grew up in Uganda where my father used to to, 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 to bring music at home he had this kind of radio that was made out of wood and he could put it there and he puts music. And we as children, our role was to dance. (laughs) So we could dance. We could dance and then win a drink, win a soda, Mm -hmm. win a soft drink Mm -hmm. at the end of it. So I grew up listening to music. I grew up dancing. And then with storytelling, I found myself that all the time we are seated home in the evening with my grandfather, grandmother, mm-hmm. siblings, mm-hmm. and then this guy starts to tell us stories yes. about the village. Yeah, and we could see stories. I know We those go to stories, the garden yes. and they tell us stories. And then this is how I, I really meet myself was wanting to really perform. Mm-hmm. And your story just reminds me of these moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But how was it for you? Did you find it um, in the community where you lived? when he chose to do this as a job, to take this as a profession, music. Yes. What was the reaction of your family members, or maybe the the, the people within your community? Mm. What was their reaction about this?
1: Uh, My family, Mm. they are very supportive. Until now, I would say, uh, the hero of my music journey, is my mother, Charit Lauer. She could give out money to buy equipments for me, to support me, in whatsoever, she was there. But I want to tell you one thing, is that when you are starting something, you have friends, the friends of your friends, they belong also to your community. And, you know, um, when you start something, it's now time when you get to know the true friends. Why am I saying this? Um, when I started doing music, it was not easy. It was a, a big challenge. You know, you are always challenged. The people, your close friends whom you think they could render a help to support you, and I was 15 years old, you know, so each one of us, you have dreams, I want to do this, I want to become this and that. And that was the time where, whereby I expected those people, the close friends to support me. But it was the way, uh, um, it was the way in a in a kind of opposite the people whom you trust and you think help would come from them, they will encourage you to do more and you know to focus on what what you are doing. They are the people who started now to talk bad things about my music. You know, uh, talking like, eh, what is this guy doing and uh, where is the where 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 is this getting him to and what is this what he's doing? You know, um. It was a, a moment of uh, being disappointed by your own friends. This is when you know uh, the real revolution, you know, the, the people who really uh, say they are your friends. Are they really your friends? But I want us to mention this and I had people, good friends. I, t- I told you, Geoffrey Kimani was my teacher. Who taught me how to sing? Who brought me on stage for the first time? My mother, Charit Lauer. So those are the people I had left encouraging me that my son, I love what you do and keep on focusing on what you are doing. And that was the power that I had. But the people around me in, in, in our big circle, they take a distance and they start talking bad things about you. And then afterwards, after they have seen, oh, this guy now after some years, oh, this guy is improving. Now something is coming out of this guy. They are the first people again to approach you and start telling people, other people, oh, we are very proud of this guy. We saw how he was growing, you know. We saw how you are. He was growing. Ah, we are proud of his music. But there are the some people who used to talk bad things about you. You say, you know. I've gone through this challenge, you know. So um it's not an easy road, you know. So it's always with full of stones. But I think uh it's very important to keep on to keep on your learn, you know, to focus on what you want to do. Because I say the um the dream that I had, it was a, it was a secret in my heart, a sealed secret in my heart. Only me could see it, and my mother and the other friends. Uh, Kiman, they could say, "Oh, this guy has a has a potential," and they could see that. Oh, this we keep on supporting him, but the other people they could not see the the dream that you have. You know, maybe the talent that is uh, uh, behind uh, you and what you are following. They don't see it. You know? so it's that's why it's always a challenge. And then they will come. You always you are always confronted with a lot of challenges. So uh, as a musician, for me, because I know what I wanted and I could just focus and say, this is what I want and I will focus and I will, I will remain in my in, in my lane here and I will go. Wow. Well, I, I want I, to go my way.
2: I, I like your courage because, of course, the the, the the environment we live in, the community we live in puts a lot into our career. Because we see role models, and that comes up. Who was your role model when at 15? Was it your teacher that taught you how to do this music, or was it your mother, or was it someone else that you looked up and said, yeah, I like this because I'm doing this?
1: Firstly, I would say my mother, mm. because she saw the futures what uh, the future of what I was doing. And secondly, I would say uh, my teacher Geoffrey Kimani. I greet you. (laughs) I hope you will have a chance to hear uh, to this interview, and uh, I appreciate a lot. And uh, thirdly, I'm grown up with uh, Lucky Dubes' music, and when you listen to Lucky Dubes' music, the lyrics, oh my goodness, he talks exactly about. About how life, how life goes. It doesn't matter. You would have people who would criticize you, whether you do good or bad. But if you have something, if you want to become something, keep straight. Keep your head high. Wow. Do it. Because it is your dream you are dreaming of and conquer it. Lift your head high. Walk bouncing. You know, in hoping that that's what I want to do, I'm gonna get it. It doesn't matter if you need people they criticize me or people they like or not, because you can't can't satisfy the whole world. That's
0: true. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you
1: have a dream, you want to become something, don't depend on people who are just there always to criticize you. You can listen to what they're telling you, but it's very important to filter out what they're saying you listen you say okay what what is this person trying to tell me okay can this person sing also huh no have you ever uh, ever uh, uh tried to sing on a microphone no okay now what is this person trying to tell me you? you want to disturb me from what i want to become you want to disturb me from my way so i sort it out i go and move forward again so it's like uh, falling down and you, after, after you fall down again, you wake up, you walk forward. So, uh, you know, people cannot be satisfied in this world. So important thing is to focus on that what you want and you have to give 110% in that what you are doing. Wake up, rehearse, do exercise. Don't say, "Oh, today, ah, oh, uh, I will do it tomorrow." No, tomorrow is another day. Today is the day you should wake up and do it.
2: Wow, mm, I like that. I, I mean, I see the fact that you mentioned your role models, and you talked about Lakedube Dube, and that takes me to, to our next. Conversation. But I would like to say our listeners, uh, we are with Ogi in this conversation. We are talking with Ogi, sharing his personal stories and more about his music. And would like you to join us in the part two of this conversation with Ogi, where we shall talk more about his music, the context of the music that he does, and what messages does he put out in his music. So we hope to have you in part two of this conversation. With Oki.
0: hey Mr. DJ, aha, play us a song. Not any song yet, a reggae song. Hey Mr. DJ, play us a song now. Not any song, yeah, a reggae song What are talking about serious reggae business, yeah what are talking about right J play us a song, not any song, yeah, a reggae song, oh. oh, oh.
1: My friends, our followers, if you have heard now about Marburg, Marburg is a nice city. You know, Marburg has international students and, uh, you know, all of them, they come to Marburg. Why? Because Marburg is a beautiful, a unique town. I recommend you guys, if you want to come to see Marburg, come. This is where you are going to find Rising Fire Band. This is where we are based in Marburg and Marburg has a nice history, you know. We have a church, the Elizabeth Church. Do you want to know how old the church is? 800 years. And that's a huge history. So come to Marbock. We will be together here. We can jam at the land. We have a river here. It's really nice. You go there in summer. It's, you know, people, they are moving around. You know, we are are dancing and jamming together. So come to Marburg, We have the uptown uh, city, the old city, Marbock. And uh, it was not bombed in the second world war, it remained, it's really unique. So, people, your children, come to Marbok. I'm telling you, you would love it. And you if you come to Marbok, if you are a student from uh, from America, from from Africa, I tell you at the end of your stud, you would rather want to stay in Marbok and than going somewhere else because it's just fine and nice and sweet. Reggae music is where is coming from Rising
0: Fire. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Music by Adrian Matovo. Hosted and produced by Otako. Subscribe to our podcast for more stories. And visit us on our website. HearMyTrueStory.com, for more stories. All the links are listed in the show notes of this podcast.